Hi guys, I'm Millie Fox, serial entrepreneur, energetic business coach, and lover of all things luxury. Welcome to the Millie Fox Show, a place where you'll encounter refreshing perspectives on manifestation, spirituality, and the new paradigm of feminine leadership. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, Millie coming at you with another fine episode. Uh, Today, I want to share with you six things that you are likely doing that are messing up your manifestation. So stay with me here because they are all equally as important. And I have the solution for you at the end of the episode. So The number one thing I'm going to start with that is messing you up, that you are doing, maybe you don't even know it, but maybe you do. Maybe you are glaringly aware of the fact that you are a perfectionist. If you've been following me for any length of time, you know that I love to talk about perfectionism and how perfectionism is not a trait that you either have or you don't have, perfectionism exists on a spectrum and we all exhibit perfectionism in some areas of our life or others or all areas of our life. There's varying degrees of perfectionism. Perfectionism is a self-defeating, addictive and destructive cycle because what it is is an attempt to avoid negative emotions by trying to outperform or be perfect, which is unrealistic and unattainable in order to avoid negative feedback, painful emotions, whatever that may be. And what happens with perfectionism is what it does is it sacrifices your authenticity, right? Because what you end up doing is contorting yourself into this version of you that you think that you should be in order to get some desired result that you're hoping for. So you're reaching outside of yourself. You're reaching for external validation. And there's more than one thing on this list in which you're doing similar things. But this is the the number one thing that I battled with for so long. And the reason why it's messing with your manifestation is because when we are trying to consciously manifest, when we are trying to consciously and intentionally create the life we want, we have to act out of a place of extremely high integrity. We have to act from a place of alignment with our truth and who we really are. Right. So if you are not acting out of those things, you are going to create a life that is that has a lack of intentionality. Right. You're going to be creating a life based on who you think you're supposed to be rather than who you are. And what the result of that is, is, first of all, inherent self-worth issues, inherent feelings of lack of deservingness, which is all scarcity mindset. And we all know that scarcity is the opposite of abundance. And we do not want to be attracting more scarcity, right? Let's talk law of attraction here. So if you want to be attracting abundance, you need to be in a state of of integrity with who you really are, because that is your truth. That is your state of abundance within yourself, right? The second 
thing that is messing with your manifestation is a lack of healthy boundaries and or poor or porous boundaries. Let's just call them like you're just, you know, like a sponge, just taking it all on for other people. So a lack of boundaries. Why does this have anything to do with manifestation? You guys are probably like, um, is this really a podcast about manifestation? Why are we talking about boundaries? Well, first of all, manifestation is everything. Manifestation is all personal development. And that's the truth of the matter because we manifest from who we are, not what we do. And who we are, when we have that high level of integrity within ourselves, we know where we end and where others begin. We know how to honor ourselves and we understand our sovereignty. So when we have a lack of boundaries, healthy boundaries, we are constantly, again, contorting ourselves, bending over backwards, being elasta people, elasta women, elasta men, you know, elasta individuals who don't know who they really are, right? Because they they are constantly giving up parts of themselves, saying yes to things they don't want to say yes to, saying no, you know, sometimes to things they really want to do just because they feel guilty or um, they think that's what they should do because that will make them a nice person. And again, it's just, it's really a lack of integrity and also it's scarcity. It's living in fear of what other people will say about you, what other people will think about you. And it's living out of a place of low self-worth because when we understand our worth, when we understand what we truly deserve, we know how to enforce healthy boundaries. We know how to say no to what we don't want. We know how to say yes to the things we do actually want because we know that we're worthy and deserving of them, right? So when you have these poor boundaries, internal boundaries, even within yourself, you know, not doing the things you say that you're going to do for yourself and so on and so forth, you're just, you're really just vibrating at a level of scarcity, right? So that's what it ultimately comes down to, right? With When manifestation, it's really, are you in abundance? Are you in scarcity? Are you in fear? Are you in love? And these things that I'm sharing with you, these six things, they all put you into a state of fear and scarcity, which is why they are messing with your manifestation. And these six things are the pillars of living in abundant life within yourself about who you are right? Because like I said before, you don't manifest from what you do. You manifest from who you are. And so these six things are the pillars of self-worth. Okay. These are the pillars. I uh, did a previous episode on the actual names of the pillars. So you can go back and listen to that episode, but these are the actions that embody the, the pillars in different ways. Okay. So the third thing that you are likely doing that is messing with your manifestation is having low trust in yourself, not exemplifying and embodying self-trust. And self-trust is so important because it's about your intuition, right? It's about trusting that what you want and what your heart is pulling you towards is actually correct for you and it's allowed and you deserve it. 
And also um, the other side of self-trust is really knowing that you can rely on yourself. So when we have fears around our capabilities or fears of like, can I really do it? What we're actually afraid of is that we're, you know, we're going to abandon ourselves. Self-abandonment is the opposite of self-trust. And, and this, this happens because of our lack of internal boundaries, right? So it's like I was saying before, is these internal boundaries are when you say you're going to do something for yourself, but you don't. So that's like all of the things that you want to do for you that you keep saying that you're going to do like exercise or eat better or read before bed or, you know, meditate or go for a massage. And then you don't do those things. You, what you're signaling to yourself is that you are, you're abandoning yourself. You are, that you are not trustworthy. You are not reliable, that you can't count on you. So you're betraying yourself by not keeping your word. So you are losing trust in yourself by doing those things. So putting yourself at the bottom of your priorities list. Okay. And so this is related to manifestation because again, it's a, it's a low place of self-worth to not have trust in yourself. I believe the number one pillar towards building self-worth is building self-trust. So how do you do that? Building self-trust is done through internal boundaries as well as showing up for yourself, listening to your intuition, getting acquainted with who you really are so that you can know that the, the golden breadcrumbs that you're being given, first of all, that you could even notice them that you're even able to pay attention to them. And second, that you you trust that you can follow those things and that you will not be led astray and that you will be quite the opposite, that you will be safe and that that will be your path towards abundance, okay? The next thing that you're doing that is leading you away from your dreams is negative self-talk. And I'm sure that this one is probably pretty obvious and that we that we know it, but it's pretty pervasive because what we're doing is we're programming our subconscious in a negative way, right? We are we are programming ourselves to believe that we are less capable, less worthy, and what that does is it informs our behavior. Okay. So the majority of the actions that we take, the majority of the behaviors that we have are fueled by our subconscious because our conscious mind takes a lot of effort to operate out of, right? Anything done with the conscious mind requires a lot of energy. Our brains take up a lot of our energy, right? Like we can be mentally exhausted if we're constantly trying to monitor what we're doing. And can you imagine um, the best way to illustrate this actually is if you think of when you learned to drive, how much mental energy that took, right? Because you had to pay attention to so many different things. Whereas when something moves into your subconscious becomes habitual, you become unconsciously competent at doing something. It's just, it's second nature, right? So most of our behavior comes from the subconscious. And when you've programmed your self-conscious, your subconscious to have uh, a low belief in yourself, 
you are not going to act in an audaciously worthy manner. Therefore, you are not going to ask for what you really want. You're not going to speak up. You are not going to express your dislikes. You're not going to communicate your boundaries, like all of the other things. If you can see now how all of these things really do weave together, you can see how important each of these things are, right? So when you're, when you're, constantly degrading yourself and judging yourself, you're, the, you're doing the opposite of having self-compassion. You're doing the opposite of having, uh, well, self-worth and trusting your, your intuition, right? The self-trust piece once again. So obviously for manifestation, we wanted to speak in a positive way, but is it just going to be affirmations? Because I used to have a big problem with affirmations that I've shared several times that I don't believe in just repeating something over and over again that causes cognitive dissonance, which is a, um, a, a friction inside of yourself, a state of resistance inside of yourself, because you know that you don't believe what you're saying. So it's actually causing turmoil, inner turmoil. And then you end up judging yourself for not being able to believe it. And it's this whole negative cascade that actually actually just puts you in a state of scarcity and resistance. So what the heck do we, what the heck do we actually do? Really the most helpful thing that you can do is be in a, try to be in a gentle observing state. You want to be able to notice when you're judging yourself, notice when you are going into that negative self-talk and then in that judgment and just slow down slow down enough to have the awareness first and foremost, and then express gratitude to yourself for having that awareness. Express express gratitude to that part of you that is attempting, albeit in a misguided way, to keep you safe. And then immediately after that, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for ever allowing those thoughts or that, that talk to have had control over you or your behavior, your thoughts. And then just choose new, right? Choose, and that's the point in which to choose an affirmation that you can actually get emotionally involved in, one that you can buy into, right? So that's when we reach for a better feeling thought. It doesn't have to be the exact opposite. We Sometimes we need to work our way up to the biggies, the big bad affirmations that like, I am wealth, you know, I am infinite abundance, like Maybe those don't feel accessible to you right now, but you can work your way up to them by playing in that energy and asking yourself, well, what if I did feel like that was true? What if I did believe that was true? What might it feel like, right? And using your imagination, the high, the power, the creative power of that higher perception that you have, that higher faculty of imagination, which is so powerful that we don't access nearly enough. The next thing that you're likely doing that is messing up your manifestation is people pleasing. So people pleasing and perfectionism, they do go hand in hand. But when you think of a people pleaser and you think of a perfectionist, you don't necessarily think of the same person, right? When we think of people pleasers, we think of people who have no backbone, who just do whatever anybody else wants them to do, kind of like the social chameleon who becomes whoever the other person that they're hanging out with wants them to be or whoever they think they want them to be. They, they don't really have a lot of integrity. They're a doormat. They, they overgive. They overextend themselves etc, etc, right? The majority, actually, I don't want to say the majority, but 
it's probably most likely true of women are people pleasers, right? We, because we've been programmed to believe that we have to be martyrs. We have to overgive. We that's, that's our role is as caretakers, we're taking on all the emotional labor. You know, we're always thinking of all the things that need to get done because nobody else thinks about those things. And we just accept it. We, we don't stand up for ourselves. We don't ask for the help that we need. We don't set the boundaries, right? We just do the things. We just put our head down. We do the things. We try to please keep everybody around us happy, right? Our kids, our partners, our parents, our coworkers, our friends. We are constantly looking outside of ourselves and thinking about everybody outside of ourselves before we're thinking of ourselves. And again, this is external validation. We're looking for external validation. We are not living in alignment with our truth, we are not giving ourselves what we need. So again, we are putting ourselves into a state of scarcity and we're living out of a place of fear because ultimately when we are living this way, we're looking for approval, which means we're afraid that we're going to be rejected. We're afraid that other people won't like us. We're afraid we're unlovable. We're afraid of all of these things lingering below the surface. And it's really messing up the manifestation because states of fear and states of scarcity, they're the exact same thing, right? So that is not the vibration that you want to be in to manifest your dream life because you're, first of all, again, you manifest from who you are, not what you do. And if you're not being who you really are, because you're constantly bending over backwards for everybody else, trying to please everybody else to the point where you've completely forgotten who you are and you're at the bottom of the list, girlfriend, that's no bueno. That is not the vibe, not the vibe. And last but not least, dimming your light. And I mean, we do this. This is number six. We do this in a variety of ways. We do this by being perfectionists. We do this by being people pleasers. We do this with our lack of boundaries. We're afraid if we set our boundaries that people will think differently of us. So we're shrinking. We're shrinking in all of these different ways, turning down the light, shrinking just to try to avoid painful emotions. And it's because we don't believe that we have the capacity. We don't believe that we have that in us, the worth, right? It really comes down to We don't believe in our own worth. We don't believe that we are allowed to exist at the full, full cranked up volume, full saturation, you know, full brightness, full uh, exposure. We don't believe that we get to live as our biggest sparkliest selves who get to own our desires, own what we want and, and just be who we were born to be. We believe that we have to accommodate constantly um, to fit in. And this is the problem. This is a big problem. We believe that fitting in is going to get us what we are longing for because we believe that fitting in and belonging are the same thing. And we are, all of us humans are hardwired for belonging because the opposite of belonging is a, is rejection, is abandonment. And in our, you know, caveman brains, our survival reptilian brains, thus, you know, the small little part of our brains that still operates at that level of survivor survival, we are afraid that it means death. 
right? So on that Maslow's hierarchy of needs, this plays out as a survival mechanism, but it is just something that isn't serving us. It's, it's, it's a false sense of safety because the truth is fitting in actually causes us to not be able to feel that true sense of belonging. Because what is required for a true sense of belonging is authenticity. We must be who we really are in order to actually feel belonging. And if we don't feel like people know who we really are, we won't feel like we truly belong, right? No one understands me. I don't fit in. No one understands me. I don't fit in. And it's because we're not being who we really are. How can we ever attract the people who will understand who we really are if we're not willing to be it? And it's because it's vulnerable. It's because it makes us feel vulnerable. It makes us feel unsafe. But let me remind you of something. You are incredibly resilient. There are tools for you to remember your resilience. There are tools for you to remember your worth. You were born worthy. Okay, all six of these things and the antidotes to them are the pillars of worthiness, and they are taught inside of my brand new course, Worthy AF. It's a six week course to help you drop the guilt and the self doubt so that you can finally start prioritizing yourself, manifest the life of your dreams, and live fulfilled. Because I know. For a fact that if you are doing these things, you probably don't feel fulfilled and you probably feel like you don't really know who you completely are anymore. And those two things are painful things to feel. They are not fun and it is not the life that you wanted to come here to live. You felt like life was going to be a whole lot more magical than it's currently feeling if you're doing these things right? You're feeling probably pretty weighed down and out of touch. And there's like a lack of sparkle and magic. You want it. You want the joy. You want to feel fully expressed. You want to feel like that audaciously worthy badass, you know, that's just living fully, completely fulfilled and expressed and just grabbing life and living the dream. But I have to tell you, these are the prerequisites. So if this is you, if you related to whatever I said today, you have time to come and get in to Worthy AF. It's a six-week program. You will become a founding member as this is the inaugural round, and it will be the very first time that I teach it and the only time that I teach it live. I'm using the Worthy AF framework which is so powerful. It's an acronym that I created to help you embody these concepts. And I will explain the Worthy AF framework to you right now. Worthy AF stands for want what you want, own it, recognize your worth, trust yourself, have compassion, be you, authentically, courageously, vulnerably, and employ faith over fear.
I would love for you right now to head down to the show notes, click the link and enroll today so that you can start feeling as excited as everybody else who's already decided to join and as excited as you want to feel. I know you want to feel that joy and that excitement and and finally choose yourself. Finally start prioritizing yourself because it is required creating the life that you desire. So jump in today, right now, go for it. You deserve it. And you were born worthy. You just need some help to remember. You need some tools. And that is what I will teach you inside the course. Let's see you inside. We start on December 2nd. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Millie Fox Show. If you resonated with something in the episode, take a screenshot right now and share it to social. You can tag me at Millie Fox so I can reshare it. And while you're there, come give me a follow and say hey. If you're really vibing, I would love for you to subscribe, rate, and review to help the show reach more listeners. And if you want to go one step farther with me, you can hop over to the link in my bio on Instagram to see how you can work with me. Thanks again. Love you guys.